0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast. I'm Shannon Somerville here with Tyler Wieman and we're going to be previewing some of the divisions. We've already talked about the AFC West and the NFC West. Now we're talking about the NFC East, and it's a bit of a different animal.
1: NFC East.
0: NFC East, as some <laughs> refer to. So, you know, we're going to be taking a look at the different divisions and the win total, some of the fantasy yeah. players, We'll also recap what's gone on because I know it's been a long off season. You kind of forget what's been going on. Mm -hmm. Try to get you ready for your fantasy football drafts as well that, hey, before you know it, football season is going to be here and you got to be ready for that. So let's go worst to first. One note I do want to point out before we start getting into each of the teams, though, is that the NFC East, all the teams have the easiest schedule, the easiest schedule in the NFL. So the Giants actually have the easiest schedule, followed by the Eagles. And then the Commanders are fifth on the list, with the Cowboys having the 10th easiest schedule. Just something to keep in mind as we're looking over a lot of these win totals and stuff. Mm-hmm. So first, we'll go worst to first. So we got to start off with the New York Giants. They mm-hmm. finished 4-13 and last season. They haven't made the playoffs since 2016. Lots of changes mm-hmm. in the Big Apple with a new head coach, Brian Dable, who comes over from the Buffalo Bills. So you know he's going to bring some swagger. He already brought some good luck to the Rangers this year. Every game that he went to for the Rangers in the postseason, they won. I'm just saying. So it might be a good omen of things to come. He should have went <laughs> to a couple more. <laughs> in New York. I almost wish he was a <laughs> a Jetsa. Jets coach but needless to say when we're looking at the Giants and looking at Daniel Jones in yes. particular how much will he benefit from Dable coming over and this I mean Dable's a guy who worked with Josh Allen and mm-hmm. helped develop him so is there still hope for Daniel Jones
1: yes there is still hope not a ton though. that
0: sigh was very telling
1: yeah it <laughs> <laughs> the problem is that he has not been able to stop from turn, turning the ball over. True, and Dable may help with that, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's going to solve it.
0: Right. Okay. So they did in defense yes. of Daniel Jones, trying to you know play devil's advocate here. Uh, he. They didn't set him up for success. No, they by haven't. any means. Judge kind of, and they've even admittedly and... said, "Hey, we kind of ruined this guy a little bit, so yeah. we've got to give him more of an opportunity." He'll get one, yes, for sure. And this is kind of a prove it year for him, certainly. Um, so, what do you expect out of him, if anything, in this year? It sounds like your expectations are low, though.
1: I, I mean, my expectations for the team as a whole mm-hmm. are low. Yeah. Uh, he does have some upside because because of his running ability, and he does have some weapons. His mm-hmm. receiving core isn't isn't bad. They have right. like, they're deep at least as far as receiving core, and then obviously they have Saquon who is another receiver almost.
0: Yeah, so that leads us to Saquon, who's yeah. been a bright spot on this team, and this will be a fully healthy Saquon Barkley who says he, he's starting to feel like he's gotten his swagger back. Maybe last year wasn't fully, you know, completely healthy. He was yeah. so focused on the rehab that he wasn't as focused on the mm-hmm. actual game playing um, aspect of it. Remember at his rookie season. He posted 2,028 scrimmage yards, 15 touchdowns. And in, in the three years since then, he has 2,391 scrimmage yards and 12 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So just has not nearly come close to that rookie season. What do you expect from him?
1: I mean, a big thing here is that offensive line, right? Right. It was awful last season. Can't really go anywhere but up mm-hmm. <laughs> from when they were from that offensive line. So I would expect a little bit more. Like you said, he's getting a little bit healthier. However, I don't see the high-end first, yeah. you know, round draft pick running back mm-hmm. Uh with this offensive line in this offense.
0: Yeah. I am curious to see, though, his production and what his value becomes with um, under a new coach and who's had a lot of success at Buffalo, mixing things up and getting the running backs involved in the passing game and trying different things. I, I know one of the mm-hmm. biggest problems for Saquon with the Giants was they just kept running him. You know, he's an inside-out runner, and they weren't exactly using him to his abilities. That and is –
1: Absolutely uh, true. Uh, another thing is kind of interesting being Dable's coming over from mm-hmm. the Bills. Bills haven't really kept with one running running back. Okay. You know, so. Not Burrito? Does Burrito get a little bit more? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously, Burrito was with Dable last year. So, he has to like him a little bit if he's bringing him over to the Giants with him.
0: All right. So, let's move along to some wide receivers who or tight mm-hmm. end um, who do you like of these of anybody, if anyone,
1: if um, anyone, you have to like Tony. Okay. Uh, but I mean, Sterling Shepard solid Kenny Galladay disappeared last year, but we've seen good years out of him before. Mm-hmm. And, but I think Tony is kind of the most interesting with some upside there.
0: So. Yeah. um, so a lot of it also, again, depends probably on Daniel Jones. Can he throw the ball? Can we see him? You and can know, he per- stop turning the ball over? There you go.
1: You know, it's something that uh, <laughs> Allen has gotten way better about it from Good college point. to now. So hopefully Jones can yeah, do. Yeah, they'll but... get him. We'll see. Mm-hmm.
0: So taking a look at the futures market odds here, they have want to get in on that 8,000 to get the Super Bowl? No, I don't think you're Hard no. hop, hopping on that. Hard uh, no. So their win t- let's just skip ahead to the win total, um, 7.5. Do yeah. you see them going over that given the fact that they have one of the easiest schedules?
1: They do have an easy schedule. However, I don't see them beating enough of their divisional opponents Correct. to really hit
0: 7.5. I agree with that. So let's mm-hmm. just move on. Yep. Washington Commanders finished 7 and 10 last season. Carson Wentz mm. comes over. He was acquired by the trade in that deal with the Colts 2021 his numbers were better. He kind of had a pretty abysmal 2020 mm-hmm. season. He's got just middle of the pack numbers, yes. but that's still an upgrade. From Taylor Heineke, who he was is I actually that? really liked Heineke. I
1: though. like Heineke too. <laughs> I I don't know if Wentz is that much of an upgrade.
0: Okay. So yeah. what do you see differently with this offense with Wentz? If anything.
1: I mean, he like can he can run the offense. Yeah. We saw it in in uh Indianapolis that he had the ability to do that. However, I'm really not sold on Wentz. Sure. So, I mean, they honestly, they might as well just stick with Heineke and see what they have. In my opinion, because they're not—they're not going to win.
0: Um. Okay. So, as far as Wentz, do you see him perhaps? I don't know. Figuring it out, getting it together.
1: Probably not. I mean, the Um,
0: offensive line's slightly better. Um, Washington is the offensive line ranked six, but he just season. came
1: from a very good offensive True. line in Indianapolis yeah, and still wasn't really able to produce. Right.
0: Yeah. All right. So. so let's move on to the running backs then. <laughs> Maybe we can find some value here for fantasy owners. Um, okay. So this is an interesting one. Um, Mm-hmm. Only Alvin Kamara has more targets than JD McKissick over the past two seasons among running backs. You also have Antonio Gibson mm-hmm. in that mix as well. Who do you like here? What do you kind of see from the running backs of for the commanders?
1: Then they also drafted uh Brian Robinson.
0: There you go. Yeah, so we so got they, some they got a lot, got a lot of guys.
1: Uh, Gibson obviously is gonna take the majority of the touches, but McKissick is there, and he's going to steal some touches. And so it's, it's another situation where I don't think like Gibson is like a top 10 fantasy running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is solid, and he's shown upside. But I just don't think he's going to get enough workload consistently.
0: Right, right, right. So Scary Terry. I love him.
1: I, I do, too. I really wish he would get and, a quarterback.
0: And listen to this, right? So Terry McLaurin caught passes from Alex Smith. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Dwayne Haskins, Colt McCoy, Case Keenum, Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke, and Garrett Gilbert. And now Carson Quite Wentz. Quite
1: the who's who of the quarterbacks. The who's who of
0: back, <laughs> right that, quarterbacks right there. So,
1: the Washington's I where mean, quarterback's going to die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although I do, I mean, I, I kind of think Wentz is still an upgrade there. So maybe he'll cease.
1: Yeah, I mean... More production? Wentz is an upgrade of, from most of those <laughs> yeah. guys. I would, I would agree. He, they just need to get, be able to get the McClure in the ball. He's <laughs> by far their best weapon. Yeah. And he's a solid player. I, so he's probably a wide receiver, too, as far as fantasy. Mm-hmm. But I like him. I, I love him as a player.
0: Yeah, he's awesome. How about uh, third tight end situation here mm-hmm. is a little interesting. So Logan Thomas, he underwent ACL surgery Ooh. in mid December. Backup in this case, John Bates. And is Logan Thomas Thomas still someone you're you're actively going after in a fantasy draft or are you kind of just over uh, the car- commanders in general? I'm starting a, to get used to saying commanders, you know. It's like a old, whole new look for the comm- Good old Washington. Commies. Good old Washington football team here.
1: Um I really need to wait and see about Thomas. I do really like him as a player. I want to see how he's doing in workouts and stuff before I really take him. If Mm -hmm. he's coming into the season relatively healthy, then I do like him. Okay. Uh, If we're going to have to wait, you know, a month, then no. I always
0: get weary about guys, especially coming off of that type of a a surgery. I just think – I mean, even if they're fully healthy, it's like mentally, are you there ready to go full speed? Yeah. I don't know. So let's take a look at the future odds yes. here. Plus 7,000 to win the Super Bowl, plus 3,100 to win the conference, plus 450 to win the division. Mm-hmm. Win total at eight and a half. Are you taking the over or the under?
1: I, would I think go I, I already
0: under. know where you're headed. <laughs> I'd
1: go the under of them as well. <laughs> Going under. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, I'm tending to agree with you. I just, even though they do have a pretty easy Mm -hmm. schedule, I don't know. I just think so many teams have gotten so much better and they've really added so many pieces that, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I I think the Eagles and the Cowboys are significantly better. Better. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And it's going to be hard to have three teams in this division over eight and a half wins. Yeah. I I mean, this is a division a couple seasons ago that almost didn't have anybody over 500. Yeah.
0: I like Ron Rivera as a head coach, and I think I he's he's really talented, and he does a lot with what he's had.
1: Good old Riverboat right? Ron. Right, Riverboat
0: Ron, rolling yeah. the dice. But, yeah, I just don't think they can get there this year. Sorry, nope. Commander Sands. Now let's go to the Philadelphia Eagles, 9-8 and eight mm-hmm. last season. Earned a playoff spot. They shifted their focus after week seven became the NFL's single most run heavy offense week eight mm-hmm. to week eighteen. They just kinda shifted things and put it into high gear and they were just like, We're just gonna run the ball down your throats Which and they, they should. <laughs> they did that. Yeah. Okay. Jalen Hurts. I've been reading some stuff that has him as some QB one potential. They're liking mean, like in some stuff with Jalen Hurts. I like, I like ran- this team. Yeah. It's interesting. So he ranked 16th in um, pro football Focus passing grade ahead of Jimmy G. Russell Wilson and had no receivers last year, basically. Well, Devontae mm-hmm. Smith kind of going through some rookie um, season stuff. So what do you like about Jalen Hurts this year and the Eagles in general? What are initial thoughts?
1: Uh, well, obviously, getting A.J. Brown is going to help. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big boost their offense. But his upside as far as running is one you can't kind of go past. Right. That alone puts him as a top five, you know, quarterback fantasy-wise. Mm-hmm. So you love you love to see that. I bet he takes another step forward. He is a guy that will work hard, so I'm sure he's been working on his passing game as much as he can.
0: Yeah.
1: And... In clutch situations, he has come through over and over and over again.
0: So I wasn't initially sold on Hertz until I just actually started doing research for this. Mm-hmm. And I'll just read some stats that I found kind of interesting. So just goes to show you how I think he's really had nothing in the Eagles nothing. to work yeah. with. The Eagles were one of just nine offenses to post a catch rate of 75% or worse on 20-plus yard passes that were deemed catchable. They're not good. Hurts <laughs> had, had to deal with the fifth highest percentage of dropbacks where not a single pass catcher was considered open.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I, they were pretty pathetic last year I mean, as far as that.
0: And then this is um, a great stat for Hurts. So fresh off of posting the sixth most productive rushing season by a quarterback ever mm-hmm. in terms of total fantasy points from purely a rushing Production. Consider in 2021, Hertz scored more fantasy points on the ground than any single year version of Mike Vick. That's crazy. So yeah. I'm reading all this stuff, and I'm like, okay, I get—I have a whole new outlook on the uh, He on the did
1: get a ton of rushing touchdowns last year, though. Yes. And you got to expect a little regression there. Mm-hmm. And Miles Sanders will probably have some progression with his touchdowns, yes. seeing as he had zero. Right, which was <laughs> so crazy. Um, uh, yeah. But,
0: yeah, Jalen Hurts definitely. Uh, with, you know, any running back that's in that system, it's like, mm-hmm. the, I feel to an extent they kind of take a back seat to Hurts, right?
1: Especially in the around the goal line. Yeah. We, as we've seen with running quarterbacks is I mean, it really gives an additional blocker having the quarterback run the ball.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and so it just running backs often take a back seat when it comes to that. Now, Miles Sanders, though, is a guy that can break a big run. Mm -hmm. So that alone should get him a touchdown or two. But I would expect definitely some uh, progression in the touchdown category for Sanders.
0: And you mentioned A.J. Brown earlier, which is, I think, huge for this team and could actually maybe help some of those runs, you know, get some people open a bit more. And A.J. Brown best receiver probably in this division right now because you're no longer him or cj yeah, or, or C. CD lamb yeah um no longer coopers with the browns so he's one of just um aj brown is one of just 18 wide receivers with 15 plus ppr points per game since 2019 so uh, in good company there so, A.J. Brown, how does he fit into this Eagles team? How do you kind of see that working out?
1: I mean, he's obviously the, the wide receiver one for them. Now, his fantasy upside, I I think it may be a little bit lower than what we've seen with Tannehill. Tannehill a little bit better of a passer. Doesn't run quite as much. This team is very run heavy. And I would expect that to continue because they did see some success with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I would say he's... Somewhat similar to what we've seen with a slight downgrade. He also has a new system he needs to learn. True. So sometimes when wide receivers are changing teams, it takes him a little longer to kind of catch up with the system.
0: Mm -hmm. And then Devontae Smith probably loses a little bit on this.
1: Obviously. (laughs) But he also is going to lose attention. Mm -hmm. So he won't be getting as covered as he was before, and he's probably getting the second cornerback instead of you know the first or instead of double teamed so there's going to be some more chances for him to get open
0: okay so looking at let's look at the features um oh we should talk ahead.
1: about dallas goddard too
0: oh i missed that on my list
1: uh, Ertz did leave yeah, halfway you're right, through the season.
0: A, they're definitely going to incorporate that tight and end. It, it is mm-hmm.
1: now Goddard's job. Totally, as we saw towards the end of the last year, that it was all him, and I like his upside.
0: Yeah, totally. I think. Yeah, as you mentioned with Ertz, and then him coming in. Yeah, he's definitely. I believe, Pro Football has him at TE ten. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Yeah, definitely I, some value there. I think I have him at eight in my personal. Yeah,
0: it makes so. sense. And I think that they will start, you know, especially because Hurts isn't, you know, doesn't air it out down, you know, yeah. on deep balls. So those, you know, short passes can be very I, integral in
1: that offense. All of the receiving options are going to have a hard time getting lots of touchdowns just because Hertz runs so many in. Yeah. He's not going to be – a 40 50 touchdown guy like the brady's or allen's Mm -hmm. or mahomes of the world so none of these guys probably have the touchdown upside but they're all solid plays and should do work
0: all right let's go to the future's odds Mm -hmm. thanks for catching that one for me to win the super bowl plus 2800 to win the conference plus 1400 To win the division, plus 210, the second shortest odds there. Their win total right now at 9.5 um, over is plus 100 under is minus 120. So people are, it seems like people don't think they're going to reach that mark. What do you think?
1: I think they probably go over, mm-hmm. and I would say they're going to win the division. Okay.
0: Yeah. Bold prediction there. Yeah. Maybe not that bold, though. I I can't decide on this win total here. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm going to say given the fact that they have an easier road, I'm going to say over. Yes. I know a lot of teams are going to have a very tough schedule. We just went over the AFC West and NFC West, and, mm-hmm. man, those schedules are tough. So I think that is to their advantage. And the fact that they play against what we were talking about, the Commanders mm-hmm. and the Giants are two teams that aren't, At the talent level that either the Eagles or the Cowboys are at helps. Let's move on to the Cowboys. 12-5 and last Mm -hmm. season and that epic collapse (laughs) in that game.
1: They're so good at that.
0: So first we've got to talk about there has not been a repeat division champion since 2004. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. As I said, Just I don't think it's going to happen again. You don't think it's yeah. going
0: <laughs> So we've got the coaching continuity going for the Cowboys. Yes. McCarthy's in his third season. Offensive coordinator Kellen Moore is in his sixth season. And Dan Quinn in his second season as defensive coordinator over there. One note on the Cowboys that it's always good for fantasy owners is they've got the fastest offense in the NFL, mm-hmm. or they did last year, which is great for fantasy owners. Mm-hmm. Get a couple extra plays in there as well. So something I think it's important to note for people that when you're taking somebody from the Cowboys, good chances are they're getting a little bit more volume. (laughs) Quarterback Dak Prescott, one of just six quarterbacks to average at least 21 fantasy points per game since 2019. But this season, he will be with probably his worst supporting cast since 2018 as Amari Cooper is now over with the Cleveland Browns. So how do you see that playing out?
1: I, it really depends on C.D. Lamb, right? Mm-hmm. So if C.D. can pick up some of the slack and Michael Gallup, who got hurt last year, comes back healthy, mm-hmm. I think they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prescott definitely has liked Gallup in the past and has kind of targeted him a lot. Sure. I think Gallup could have kind of a sneaky season yeah. without uh, Cooper being there.
0: Just a note on Cooper's production that they're going to be missing. Posted Mm -hmm. top 10 marks in receptions, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns. So that's no easy, you know, simple replacement. But I guess if anyone can do it, it's those guys in Dallas. We can figure it out. Just maybe not in the playoffs. We'll see. (laughs) Dave's just struggled in the (laughs) playoffs. Just so struggled. So now looking at the running back situation. So, Zeke had some injuries last mm-hmm. year, and Tony Pollard has just really stepped up. So, Pollard's the fourth-year talent. He's been the NFL's most efficient running back since entering the league in 2019. Mm-hmm. Hey, but there are uh, $90 million worth of reasons why they're going to keep feeding Zeke. And there's actually a pretty good argument for Pollard being maybe a little bit better. What do you? How do you view this situation?
1: I... Uh, it's hard for me to say that Pollard is better because we know that Zeke played last year hurt.
0: Yes, he tore his PCL week four.
1: Yeah, so if we have a healthy Zeke, is he yeah. better than Pollard? I would say probably, mm-hmm. but not he- like not way better. Pollard is a solid running back, a little bit smaller than Zeke, maybe mm-hmm. can't take... A- Quite as much damage, but he's an electric guy and mm-hmm. can do some stuff when he gets in space.
0: Either way, both of those guys in a good position with the offensive line there in Dallas. Mm-hmm. That is number one in the NFL, although they did lose found uh, the offensive line there. Mm-hmm. Wide receiver, Amari Cooper traded. We know that. So, CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup up to them. CeeDee Lamb's right yeah,
1: number one. he's the number one for sure. And... Where do you think he is as far as receivers fantasy wise?
0: Um, in terms of how he ranked last year,
1: I would or... say. What do you think for the coming year? The coming year, yeah.
0: Um,
1: do you think extra top, volume say... is going to make another step up? Or
0: yes, absolutely. With uh, Amari Cooper out, mm-hmm. totally. You?
1: I think he's probably going to end up being around the same. I don't know if he can take that much more volume. And I I think the biggest beneficiary volume-wise is going to be Gallup. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So tight end Dalton Schultz, just six tight ends. (laughs) Listen to this stat. Okay. Just six tight ends average at least 12 PPR points per game last season. Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Rob Gronkowski, Dalton Schultz, Mm -hmm. and Darren Waller. I didn't even realize that till I saw that today. I thought it was interesting to note there. So mm-hmm. hey, don't sleep on Dalton Schultz, you guys. He's pretty Absolutely. good.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, he he had a great year, for sure. And so, without Cooper, he's probably going to be targeted a lot again.
0: For sure. So let's take a look at the NFL futures market for the Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. to win the Super Bowl plus 1800, to win the conference plus 850 and that's the shortest odds of any NFC East team, but the fifth shortest odds behind Tom uh, Tom Brady and the Bucs, Green Bay, Rams, San Francisco to win the division. They are the favorites, plus 115 on that one. Win total, 10.5.
1: A Mm,
0: little high for me.
1: A little high for me as well. (laughs) A
0: little high for me. looks like others are going under as well. I am still torn on this one. As I I try to make a decision before, but I
1: I mean I'm struggling. judging by the odds minus one hundred and five for over minus one fifteen for under, sports books are essentially saying it's a slight edge to the under on that, and I would agree with them.
0: Yeah. So you don't see them winning the division?
1: No, I think Eagles are going to do
0: it. Uh, see, I here's where I like the Cowboys.
1: Mm-hmm. do hear it, Micah Parsons. Ah, oh, he's so good. Their he's defense, so good. Yeah, their just, their defense is the solid. Lion
0: is so good.
1: Yeah, we love him. Yeah, so, he he's amazing. And you are right about that. that so that if is they where win the division. That is why.
0: I I just, I just think their defense got to go. Got to give that advantage to Dan Quinn. Morristown, New Jersey. Morristown High School went to my high school. So got to give that edge to the Morristown. We were the Colonials, the Morristown High School Colonials. But
1: too bad they have Mike McCarthy.
0: <laughs> too <Touché>. shy.
1: <laughs>
0: so, yeah. All right, I'm going Cowboys. You're taking the Eagles. Eagles. Yep. We'll have to place a wager on this one.
1: We can do that. Let us know Let's what you uh... think we
0: should be. Uh, maybe, Tyler, if. The Cowboys win the division, we might get to finally see a TikTok dance.
1: Oh boy, you're really <laughs> pushing for the TikTok dance.
0: I think it'll be hysterical. <laughs> it's just for the, it's great content, but Tyler.
1: If I'm going to do something like that, it needs to be bad on your side. Totally. Like a Patriots jersey or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let us know what you think. In the comments below, and as you're getting ready for your fantasy football, be sure to sign up for Underdog and enter in some of their best ball contests. They've got, oh my gosh, millions of dollars you can win Mm -hmm. in the best ball leagues. Check out Underdog Sports. We'll drop the link for you below, and new users, we will match up to $100 on your first deposit. So free money, people. Check it out.
1: You also can get three months free of Star if you are a new user to Underdog.
0: That's awesome. Great deal Mm -hmm. there, Tyler. Yep. All right, so that's it for today. Taking a look at the NFC East. We'll be here continuing on, taking a look at all the divisions Mm -hmm. to get you caught up with everything you need to know to dominate your fantasy leagues. We'll see you guys next time.
1: Have a good one. Bye.